Kimberly here. This is Macabish, cults, classics, and horrors. We're talking films, series, books, and life, and we're starting right now. about bad movies i love some bad movies there are some movies that are the absolute worst and i <laughs> love them i like this movie is terrible you should watch this watch it with me let's watch it this is the worst watch yeah. it yeah it's oh great. yeah and, and that's what makes me laugh too is when i hear like just average people or not average but like normal people i guess quote unquote uh when they watch these low budget or or quote unquote shitty movies and they just crap all over them and it's like don't tell me that you don't watch some garbage right like you you probably watch jersey shore or whatever and you love it and so right (laughs) who are you to talk right exactly we all have our vices we all have things that we like that are garbage oh yeah but that's why we like it because it is just it's the worst (laughs) but it hits us just right they're like where's that terrible movie let me pop me some popcorn. <laughs> well, the out. thing is, it's like you never know, too. It like like you were saying, it's a lot of it depends on your mood when you're watching something. Like there can be a movie oh, yeah. that you love one day, and then you go to watch it another day, and and like not even that you've grown or changed, but you're just in a different mood that day, and you hate it just because yeah, exactly. you're not you your dog pissed you off that day or something, right? And do you know people, casual watchers, that's what I call them, casual watchers, people who aren't us, they don't know that that's a thing. They don't know that just based on mood, oh hell, you could just be tired. You can watch something and be like, oh my gosh, that was terrible. But Because I'll tell people all the time, I'm like, you didn't like it? Watch it again. Watch it when you're in a good mood. Sun's up. You don't have anything going on. You're not stressed out. Watch it and just see. And people are always surprised. They're like, I really like that movie. I don't know why I thought I yeah, hated absolutely. that movie. People don't realize and And movie. also, not only that, is like watching with certain people can have an effect on you on how you enjoy a movie. Because, I mean, like, yep. uh, for example, I remember I was so excited for House of a Thousand Corpses when that was coming out. I was beyond floored for that. I was waiting years for that thing to come out. And it finally came out went and watched it with a, one of my best mm-hmm. friends at the time and and just he wasn't complaining or saying anything but I could feel his like hatred for the movie as we're watching it like I can just feel him seething mm-hmm. beside me and that just affected me too I'm, I'm watching the movie I'm like yeah this kind of sucks yeah fuck this movie and then <laughs> and then I watched it again anyway by myself afterwards and i love it like it's one of my favorite movies yeah you have to watch who you watch movies with like you really need to watch some if you love movies you need to watch movies with somebody who loves movies or somebody who at least is they just have such a huge reaction to movies just watch them yeah oh yeah Yeah. but i've learned my lesson too i'm not watching movies with somebody who doesn't love movies they're gonna ruin the movie (laughs) yeah especially people that aren't like into lower budget movies if you're gonna watch some of the lower budget stuff oh oof, you're in for a bad time mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah part of the reason why i have a love of some of like the really rough the rough low budget movies is there used to be this show called up all night i don't know if you i've know never seen show. it but yeah i'm aware of it they had the worst <laughs> movies 
Those movies, seriously, they were the worst. And then they had, it would be like three minutes worth of movie to 15 minutes worth of commercial. So it was, <laughs> oh my gosh, it would turn an hour and a half movie into like four hours long. But the host always yeah. killed me. Rhonda killed me. <laughs> and then and that high-pitched voice, she killed me. I loved it. And then I'd be half sleep drunk. I didn't know where I was half the time. And I'd hear her voice and she would crack me up in this terrible movie. And eventually Gilbert Gottfried, <laughs> he was the host. I don't know what it is. You know, you're up in the middle of the night. You're tired. So your IQ's already cut in half. <laughs> you're half out of your mind. So you love stuff that you would never love at like noon on a Saturday. <laughs> But it's still yeah. awesome. So that's where my love of like the really rough, low budget stuff comes from. And I can only watch it by myself. I can't watch it with anybody else because I could just feel them like, oh, are we yeah, watching this? Yeah, this yeah. sucks. Rolling their eyes and then you just, it ends up affecting you and then you don't like the movie as much after. I remember because Monster Squad is still one of my favorite movies since I was a kid. And I ended up seeing it in the theater recently with a buddy of mine. Uh, Cause they had a rerun festival, mm-hmm. whatever. And so I brought him because I know he loves Goonies and stuff. So I'm like, Oh, you have to see fucking monster squad. And yeah. so I brought him and he hated it. And so when I walked out of the theater, I'm like, yeah, maybe it isn't that good, but no, I watched <laughs> it again after. And yeah, no, I still love it. So yeah, there's just a point where you just have to kind of tell yourself. Friends, <laughs> so it's okay. yeah. That's a great movie. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just be okay. That some of your friends are dumb. Some of my friends are dumb. Oh, I've, I've accepted it. Oh, I've Sorry. definitely accepted it. I just think those of us who are crazy movie collectors and watchers, like we have to tell people, listen, this movie is meant to be bad. You're supposed to enjoy how terrible it is. That's mm. literally the point. It's fine because casual viewers just don't get it. And it's fine that they don't get it. it what's your favorite subgenre of horror? Um, I'm uh, going to be totally basic and say slasher films. Yeah, but slasher is so uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> That's what everybody obvious. says, though. It's like, ah, uh, <laughs> slasher. Well, yeah, obviously. But, I mean, like, I love monsters. I, I love every subgenre, to be honest. But I grew up with slasher films, and that's just, it's a nice warm blanket for me, so throwing on a nice Jason movie or, or pieces or whatever, just is a, uh, mm, ah, right to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you have a favorite indie slasher one that people just really haven't seen, but you've seen it. It's, and it's not great. super indie. I really love laid to rest movies with Chrome skull. Love him. Oh my gosh. I and love he's working on a third people. one. I was so stoked when I found that out. God, I'm so, I'm so excited! <laughs> I'm so excited right now. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's not super. It's not super underground. But I I love that movie, and and I, I wish that it became bigger than it did. Like kind of like Hatchet. So it, it's like if it's not new, then it's just not worth the the effort to even watch, which mm-hmm. is very strange. Yeah, by the yeah way. I, I'll never understand that because I mean, gr- growing up in the '80s, uh, my contemporary movies were the the slasher films and stuff, but I was still at night watching the old Universal monster movies and stuff, so... Well, I guess, again, casual yeah, watchers, true. right? They're just looking for the newest to scratch the itch and then move on They just on want to something to one. talk about at the so, water cooler. And so they can yeah. say they saw it. There are people in my DMs, like, they never comment on any of my posts. They go right to my DM, oh, did you see this? Did you see that? Like, like trivia. 
Like it makes themselves feel good that they saw a bunch of stuff I didn't see because it's brand new. <laughs> I don't care if it's new. Are you kidding me? I have 50 years of movies I... to get through. I don't care what you saw this year. I know. I know. It's it's like some pe- a lot of people have this this need to just race to see the newest thing. It's like, no, I'll get to it when I get to it, man. Yeah. And I have rules ever since they start they got crazy with series even good series this started way back with firefly yeah. and they were just like dumping them left and right just oh yeah, for yeah. No reason since way back then i was like i'm just gonna let a series run its course and then buy <laughs> the series and watch that... it when i want to instead of letting myself get all emotionally involved week after week for them to tell me oh yeah it's canceled yeah. I actually do the exact same thing. Well, I know, like I canceled my cable back in like 2001, and so I just watch DVDs right. and Blu-rays and stuff like that. So every show that I watch, mm-hmm. it's just uh, collecting the newest season that came out, or the, you hopefully the collections. And yeah, so I'm always behind. Right. Like even when I was watching newer shows, like that were coming on, like Ash vs Evil Dead. I'm talking about it while all my friends have seen it like a year ago. <laughs> Me too. And yeah. I don't care. People are just like, oh, talk about that. Th- I just went to the movies and I just saw this and blah, blah. I'm like, dude, you came to the <laughs> wrong page. I'll probably see that in about five years and I'll be talking about it like you're talking about yeah. it now. I don't care. This, it's just not a race for me. I guess collectors. We just are on our oh, own yeah. program. Absolutely. We have a way we yeah. do things. We're not particularly interested in the newest thing. Like, it'll be on my list. It's like, oh, that looks good. Let me put it on my list. But the chances of me getting to it now are like, no. And it's just because the list oh, is so it's long. It's an ever growing list. It never ends. My <laughs> God. <laughs> it's, it's, it's alive. <laughs> it lives. And not just because I don't just watch more. There's so many lists. It's just oh, so many different things on it. And then so many mediums. And then there's stuff that's unknown, like completely and only exists on oh VHS. Oh my God, yeah. There's and so many of them. Too. And like they're shot on video movies, oh, yeah. like in the, mostly in the 90s and stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. I was ranting and raving about The Nest. I love, love. That's got to be my favorite movie now. It's really? Wow. It that's is good. Oh, I yeah. fucking hate roaches. <laughs> I love that movie. And they have real roaches in it. Dude, I was like jumping up. I was screaming at the TV because I couldn't hardly handle it. I know. I, could, I, I didn't see but it that's... until Shout put out the Blu ray. And uh, I didn't buy it right away, even though I buy most Shout stuff. Uh, because my ex told me, oh, no, that movie sucks. It's no good. So I didn't bother. So I, I ended up buying it when it was on a sale. I'm like, what are you talking about? This movie's amazing. Uh, that is what? Uh, what? what? <laughs> Come on, man. And I have it on VHS. And then I, I bought like two more when I saw it. I was like, <laughs> nice. thank you. Need a couple of spares. That is one of my favorite movies. And I never heard about it until I happened to buy it from a thrift store. I'm like, the nest? I'm like, oh, God, roaches. But the little monster, that you know how on the back of VHS is, they'll have a little... They give you a little windows like, oh, this monster. Like, Hello, monster. Yeah. yeah. My mind was blown. And people are just like, what in the world are you talking Oh, that's old or whatever. I'm like, let me tell y'all something. Y'all don't know what y'all are missing by 
only watching things that came out in 2020. Like, yeah. really, you don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it sucks for modern audiences sometimes because the effects are outdated and whatever, but if you can just suspend... What's the, what's the term? Suspend the Suspension of disbelief. Like, I, like, for me personally, when I'm watching a movie, like, I am engrossed in it, and, like... Like I'm transported into that world. Like I don't see the strings and 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 all the makeup effects, even though I know how all that stuff works afterwards. But when I'm in the thick of right. it, I'm in the middle of it. I'm I'm transported into that world and I'm buying it. Right. Me too. And it's the same thing with books, which is why usually I can't remember if I saw it in a movie or if I read it as a book because it's all yeah. movies to me. And I think. I, I guess that's just the, the issue with being a casual viewer. It's like, but if I would have known stuff like this was honest, like, but that's why you <laughs> just watch the movie. Just just watch the movie and let yourself be led into it. But that's see, that's it. what's that's good what about people do. like us. They're, they, the average moviegoers have us to look to to say, hey, watch this, check this out. Because right. not everybody hunts that stuff down. And that's And that is the one good thing about streaming is that People don't have to go out and buy these things to check them out. Just throw it on. It's it's on your Netflix or whatever, right? Yeah. That's what'll keep people from watching it because they oh, I can just watch it anytime. I'm like, really? <laughs> have you met Netflix? You will go back to it and it'll be gone. Not only that, it's like it's like like I love Shutter and I, I never use it, but I, I love that it exists. Like it's awesome, an awesome tool. Yeah. But uh the fact that they only stream in seven twenty and like then you got lagging too on top of that it's like at least i can throw in a disc and it looks pristine it looks amazing and it'll I'll always have it it's never going to disappear on you i think they do that because they're they're ascribing to the nostalgia and those of us who are very nostalgic about it like that's the reason why i still you know i have laser disc i have vhs i have betas i have that's reels so awesome because the how many reels do you rich, have uh ooh. i don't what? know do you have that many wow that's awesome yeah i try not to be a purist but i'm like i want to see it the way they yeah. saw it when it was new i just want to have that experience <laughs> let me tell you something too <laughs> there's a reason why i don't have many blu-rays i have some blu-rays i have some hds but the reason why, okay, I saw Ninja Turtles. I saw Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Both digitally remastered on Blu-ray. I love Ninja Turtles. Love. Like, it's, <laughs> it's a problem. Love. I saw it digitally remastered and on Blu-ray, and what I was horrified. horrified. I could... Because I could see the human faces <laughs> in the turtle's mouth. But guess what? If you watch that in the theater, you can see the same thing, though. I didn't because see we it were in like, the theater. What, I missed out. <laughs> we weren't looking for that kind of thing. <laughs> and you know there are areas, like especially in Buffy, you know how their scenes was like super dark, and they're like hiding, like boom operators and stuff in the dark. Well, when you digital remaster the dark out, now we see a man standing there with a microphone. <laughs> that just sounds like a poor Blu-ray transfer. <laughs> That's what that sounds like to me. Man. And then there's a bad guy in the darkness. And, you know, Buffy or whoever can't see him. They're looking around. But the, the bad guy's there. We all know he's there. He just can't see him. Well, when you digitally remaster the darkness out, we see the bad guy standing there. 
And Buffy looks kind of blind. <laughs> like, he's right there, Buffy. He's right there. What is wrong with you? He's right there. Well, okay, she, okay. She I gotta defend I gotta defend Blu-ray here for a minute because that is a job that, that that's just a poor restoration because that is not from uh remastering the movie, that's from turning the brightness up too much. Because when it comes to a lot of newer Blu-rays, or especially like Blu-rays that were first coming out around whenever they first came out, like 2007, 2008. When those were coming out, they were trying to make all these old movies look like they were sh- uh, sh- shiny and brand new movies that just came out yesterday. So they were they were scrubbing them of their grain, sure. and they were turning up the brightness and trying to artificially make them look like newer movies. Mm-hmm. So that's why you get a lot of poor transfers yeah. on certain Blu-rays. If it was done properly by like mm-hmm. Arrow or Shout or something, you you probably wouldn't see those guys. They'd still be hidden in the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is it looked like some amateurish. Like I got my college friends together and we got our camcorder <laughs> and we made a movie. That's what it looked like. It did not. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> Somebody ruined Buffy oh, and the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> this is terrible. I get it, it. It was probably not purposeful, but how many of those do I want to have? I want them to look a certain way on the it's screen, true. and that ain't it. It's true. Like certain ones, they royally screw up. Even now, still, like nowadays, you're not finding that so much. That was more of a problem with the earlier Blu-rays, but mm-hmm. even still, nowadays, they're still fucking them right. up. Like Pet Cemetery is one of my favorite movies, and when they came out with. Uh, the remake last year or whatever it was they re- they remastered the original and put that out on 4k and blu-ray i was so stoked for it because it's one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. and the director came in mm-hmm. and she recolor timed the whole thing to make it look more like the remake so like everything's kind of grayed out the colors are like drowned out and stuff it's like this is not what the movie looks like what are you doing so that's just still sick to my old discs for that. It seems to me, why didn't they just add that yeah, like, as a yeah, second disc exactly. to the original to give you the option? Like if they're going to give you a Blu-ray and like a DVD and like a, a uh, and like a code for a digital copy, why didn't they just add another disc exactly. to the whole yeah. pack? How they love it is how they saw it originally. Don't move from that. If you're going to move from that, add another disc. Make it make that the extended. The problem copy. with that though is that horror fans, as much as we may seem like we're a massive horde of people, compared to the average moviegoer, we're just a drop in the bucket. So they're gonna they're going if they're putting their discs out and mass marketing them, throwing them in WalMarts and everything. That's a lot. It's cost them a lot more. So they've got to cater to the mass well, public rather than the horror fans, right? Well, I just figure since the original movie already exists, if they're gonna they're gonna make the effort to gray it out anyway, the original movie already exists. It's simply adding another disc. They already add like a free yeah, DVD I know, and digital like, copy. I, like I exactly so, like I don't know why for the 4K, for example, they couldn't just throw the old Blu-ray in there and then the 4K. <laughs> right, it's very yeah. odd. Okay, so what's your favorite? What's your well? Favorite I'm gonna now? have to say, and you'll probably think it's blasphemy, but Blu-ray. <laughs> nah, I don't think it's blasphemy. I don't. I don't think I've actually watched enough Blu-ray to even have an opinion. 
I just unfortunately <laughs> watched two Blu-rays that were just not their well, best work. Well, and the thing is, like, it's like I, I love nostalgia as much as the next person. But the thing is, I grew up with all that stuff. Like I grew up watching the VHS and and having them deteriorate on me after I rewind some certain parts too many damn times and and, and seeing how grainy things could be. And I'm, I'm like, I'm a, because I'm obsessed and I'm like such a film lover. I, I want to see how it originally was supposed right. to look on the big screen, right? And with a lot of these Blu-ray restorations, that's right. how they look uh, for the most part. Uh, so, yeah. So I, I and because especially because Blu-ray discs hold so much information, I love that I can get all those interviews and behind-the-scenes right. stuff and everything crammed onto one disc. Whereas, right. like Laserdisc was fantastic compared to VHS. But that was a massive disc and like you, right. you had to flip them and, and all that other stuff, right? Not necessarily if you have a really nice laser disc player. I have one that that's crazy, disc, <laughs> which is hilarious. Actually, I had somebody who's like, how did it flip the disc? I'm like, it didn't flip the disc. The laser just went on the other side. <laughs> the disc is not flipped. <laughs> it would have to be a massive box for it to do that. <laughs> that's hilarious like those old jukebox <laughs> record players that cracked me up that was good <laughs> it's like another TV sitting on top of your other tv that's my laser displayer <laughs> but yeah no it's uh it's so like i miss my vhs collection though like as much as i love blu-ray v- oh man the the nostalgia of the vhs mm-hmm. was oh it was so so good i've seen i'm seeing more and more horror uh movie lots on ebay even blu-ray and they're just getting cheaper so I think what'll end up happening is I'll like buy Blu-ray and lots like that because they'll be cheaper. And I got lucky; I found a um, all-region Blu-ray player. What? Nice. For five bucks. That's... I know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I paid ten bucks to get a remote because it didn't have a remote. And then I stuck a Blu-ray because Hostel is Blu-ray and crap. This is is not an American. Wow, and it started awesome. playing. I was like, oh. I paid like 300 bucks for my first region free player. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I was looking that up. I was like, oh, guess I'm not going to have one. I was like, I should get a Blu-ray player because I have a couple of Blu-rays. So I actually had no idea it was all region. So I accidentally put that disc in and it worked. Hell yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. Shoots, I mean, some people don't even know how to get a Blu-ray uh, region free Blu-ray player. Like, I got people asking me all the time. Yeah. Like, well, do you know where I can get a region free Blu-ray player? It's like, dude, man, there's a few places, but it's expensive. It's eBay, yeah. and it's it is expensive, and the mail being what it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's a lot worse down there than up here, oh, but yeah, it's quite bad. Can't wait till that's fixed. But I mean, even before they're messed with the mail, I've gotten packages that look like it was kicked all the way here. Like I just don't even <laughs> understand how that happened, but okay. You saw my story Oh yeah, uh, yeah. earlier in the year. I bought the same freaking VHS tape three times because it showed up destroyed twice. I just do not understand yeah. how that happened. And then a laser disc that looked like it was folded in half. Like the entire box was folded in half. How did and they fold unfolded. the laser disc? <laughs> Can you bend I them? Know. I didn't think they had any give. They yeah. don't. They give and break. There is no give. They they. Bent the entire box, wow. unbent Jesus. it, and then delivered it. And then I took the disc out, and it it swung really? like a hatch. Wow. Yeah, that seemed 
it, it was seeming very purposeful. I gotta be honest. I don't you just know. had a delivery driver like Ace Ventura. <laughs> Man, I'm saying that was that was very that was really terrible. And actually, I'm I'm really glad it didn't happen to like a really expensive movie because I, I would have been so pissed. You know, it's not even it's not just the the money. Yeah, these exactly. movies are hard to find. And to have it be destroyed. Especially the vintage what? stuff. Like, even if it only cost you a couple bucks, it's still like, well, that could have been the second last copy. Yep. And, you know, the mail, they have nothing for you. They're like, well, was it insured? Yeah, really. yeah. That's all they have to say. Was it insured? So. Yeah, no, that's devastating. Great. It really is. I need to know about your collection. Like, what are we collecting what, here? What am I? Not just movies, and, but like memorabilia. Like the horror magazines, like... I don't collect so much of everything else so much anymore. Uh, I mean, I used to collect everything. I used to be video games, CDs, uh, comic books, action figures. But it's like not only is it destroying my wallet, but it's like there's no room in my place for all this stuff, right? So I gotta cut back. So I just stuck with right. the movies, and then everything else kind of let die down aside from the odd thing here and there except for the fangorias and the mm. horror magazines it's just it, it to me it's like when it comes to magazines i know a lot of people are like what the hell are you doing why are you collecting old magazines and to me that shit is horror history and like it's the same thing was with special features oh, yeah. on a on a movie you, you want to find all the behind-the-scenes stuff and whatever and what somebody has to say about a, a certain movie when it's being produced. And you find all that stuff in the old magazines. Right. And, like, a lot of times you find anecdotes and stories and stuff that you don't find on on any of the Blu-rays or DVDs or VHS or whatever. Onions um, or differing stories. Like, you know how many times I found, like, somebody right. gave an opinion of a movie on some new documentary i've seen and then i'm like wait a second i remember him saying something mm-hmm. different than that back in 1987 so i'll 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 flip through the fangoria <laughs> article about it and it's, yep sure enough he said the exact opposite thing back then because hey. because i grew up with fangoria um that was my only source of like, getting like to and seeing that there's other people that like this stuff like I did. So with Fangoria and then the other horror magazines too. So I I never really collected them because mm-hmm. I would always cut them up over the years and use them as posters and stuff, right? Uh, but at a, a few years ago, right. I'm like, you know what? I want to own every single one and just have them. So, yeah. I actually aware... I mean, I think I had some awareness that there are horror magazines. I think yeah. like there are magazines for everything, but I, I didn't. I don't think I I actually ever read really one until a couple of years ago. You didn't have interest, or just didn't see them in stores, and, or yeah, I I just I just didn't see them, and then. This is the number one place for macabish cults, classics, and horrors. For synopsis, reviews, and news, go to macabish.com. Thank you for listening. Signing out until the next one.